Good Friday morning to everyone. I'm Spencer Burbridge, and you are welcome to join us in the 8 o'clock block, along with uh, Jeff Street from Boss Services. Boss Services, raising the standard for heating, cooling, plumbing, electrical in Southwest Michigan, bathroom upgrades, window replacements, you name it. All you have to do is call Boss Services or look them up on the internet at thebossservices.com. Time to say good morning to Jeff Street. Good morning. Uh, I I just want to start out. I don't want to oversell this, but this is probably going to be the most exciting 10 minutes of your day. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. I hope I can remain sitting during this. I mean. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, not you specifically. I'm talking about the radio. Oh, Oh, okay. But I mean, yeah, it's going to be super exciting. So hopefully. (laughs) All righty. Let's talk about. your furnace you're gonna buy somebody's old furnace uh yeah i love furnaces like it's it's a weird you know little habit i don't know we want to buy furnaces so if you have an old furnace that you're tired of uh we're we want to buy it so that is our december uh promo so throughout the rest of this month we are offering uh 500 hours uh to buy your old furnace when we put a new one in and upgrade you to something, you know, safer and more efficient. Is that true that you have a furnace museum in your basement? Is that why you buy them? (laughs) Yeah, it's real weird. I got mannequins and furnaces down there. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. The other thing we wanted to talk about uh, this morning was space heaters. And a lot of people uh, use those in uh, various uh, rooms or whatever throughout the wintertime. And, not always the best thing to do. I think Jeff is going to tell us a story about space heaters. Yeah. I mean, so space heaters are very commonly used this time of year. Um, the uh, Sometimes a lot of homes use them as their primary heat source because their furnace quit working and they you know can't get a new one and all that good stuff. Uh, so, I mean, they're... One, it's it's probably the most inefficient way to heat your home. Um, so your electric bill is probably skyrocketing if you're using, you know, space heaters. But two, there's a safety issue. And, you know, we've talked to the last couple of weeks, we've talked about electrical and uh, wire sizes and outlet. Maybe it was last week our electrician was out in a home and they were running four space heaters on one breaker. And wow. they were doing this because... The breaker was tripping and they just put a bigger breaker in it to keep it from tripping. So I I think they had like a 30 amp breaker in there and it was rated the wire size and the outlets were rated for 15 amps. So what does that mean? They're pulling twice as many amps through that, that wire as they should be. And it's going to overheat the wire and it's going to cause a fire. You know, it's going to, it's, it's inside your walls. It's going to start, you know, it's going to melt that wire and and spark and cause fires and all that good stuff. So it's a huge issue. If you're, if you're running this, I mean, they're, they're drawing a lot of power. Uh, If you've ever, if you're, if if your home is sized correctly, your wires are all sized correctly. uh, If you plug in a space heater, you probably can't plug in two to the same circuit. Uh, You probably can't plug in a space heater and run a hairdryer on the same circuit because it's just, it's too much power. It's going to create too much heat in your wires and, and cause fires. So your your breaker tripping is uh, a good thing. Um, and it's letting you know that you're trying to use too much power. So uh, we uh, we did we you know helped her out as much as we could. We put the right size breaker in, talked to her about options, and 
and what she can do to uh, heat her home and, and not uh, burn it down. So, uh, yeah, huge, uh, huge safety issues. It, you know, I'm sure if you haven't seen it yet, we'll see it this year. You know, fires started by space heaters. Okay, Jeff, the other thing I, I've seen on television, and I, you may have mentioned it before, is uh, never plug a space heater into an extension cord. Yeah, the, and yeah, if you look at extension cords, um, they come in various sizes as well. I mean, they're the same wires that are in your home. They just have plugs on the end. So if you're buying a super cheap uh, dollar store extension cord and trying to run a space heater through it, you're probably going to overheat that extension cord and, and melt it. Uh, so make sure that your, uh, make sure that your extension cords are rated for what you're plugging in. You can plug in an extension cord to a space heater. It just has to be, you know, sized properly. So don't try to okay. use those super small ones that you plug your Christmas tree in with on a space heater. Right. Right. So maybe a, uh, one that's used for outdoor power equipment or something like that. Yeah, it's just a bigger, so uh, quick wire sizing. A 14-gauge wire is rated for a 15-amp circuit. And then it goes, the wire size gets, the wire number goes down, but the size actually gets bigger, which is weird. Uh, so then you have a 12-amp for a 20, uh, uh, sorry, a 12-gauge for a 20-amp circuit. And then it goes on from there. Um, so when you're looking at extension cords, it'll tell you, it'll either give you an amperage rating or it'll tell you what size wire that is. Most of them will just say a 15 amp cord or a 20 amp cord or something like that. Okay. And you want to keep the space heater away from any combustible items as well. Yeah. Away from combustible items. Yeah. Don't, uh, don't put it uh, right next to your bed. If you drop your you know pillows and blankets on it and all that good stuff. Um, yeah. Just make sure that there's nothing that's going to fall on it. And then don't set newspapers on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't try to make a tent out of newspapers over it. Um, all that good stuff. But the, uh, uh, a lot of the new space heaters have, you know, the tip control and all that stuff too. So if it tips over, it'll just automatically shut off. Um, and then in the space heater world, there's ceramic heaters with little fans in them. And those are, uh, those are pretty decent because they'll heat up the ceramic, in, uh, parts inside, and then the heat element will turn off and the fan will just, you know, blow that, that retained heat from the uh, ceramic part. And then also there's uh there's oil space heaters. They look like a little portable uh, old style radiator and they're filled with oil and it heats up the oil and radiates heat a little bit longer in the space heater world. Those are probably two of the more efficient ones, but they're still, you know, they're still space heaters and, and, and efficient. So, right. Okay. Uh, speaking of things, uh, possibly catching on fire uh you wanted to talk about uh i think smoke detectors and co2 detectors this morning yeah the uh this it's that time of year and we have been in that time of year for a while now that our houses are closed up and our furnaces are turned on and co is a huge uh a huge scare every year um so carbon monoxide if you're not familiar with it is why we have exhaust on our furnaces and uh, and we put that air outside and our, our you know water heaters and all that. So we're putting that exhaust outside, which is pushing all that CO out your house so you don't have to you know breathe it. But if it does leak into your house, you can't smell it. It's a it's it's a you know colorless and odorless gas. So you can't smell it if your furnace 
you know, heat exchanger cracks and starts leaking CO into your home, you won't know it unless you know some of the symptoms and, and all that. And if it's bad enough, then you just won't know it. You just won't wake up and, you know, not to put that Debbie down around the day, but, um, so if you have, if you start having headaches and you normally don't have headaches, um, that's the sign that you might have CO in your home at low levels. Uh, if you have pets, your pets are smaller, they'll be susceptible, you know, more. So if your pets are getting sick and stuff like that, then, uh, you might want to you check for it. But at the end of the day, if you have anything that's burning, you know, natural gas or propane in your home, you should have a detector or monitor. Uh, and the a detector and a monitor are two different things. The, the cheap ones that you can buy from the big box stores, they are detectors. They will alert you when it gets to a dangerous level. Um, there are monitors out there that will, you can look at it at any given time and it'll tell you what the reading is, what the highest reading was and all that. So it truly monitors your home and then it will alert when it gets to a, uh, dangerous level. We also hear stories about, uh, power outages and people running portable gasoline generators and, uh, some unfortunate, uh, incidents happen with those too. Yeah, and luckily new newer generators have a uh have a CO monitor on them that will that will shut down if it uh detects, you know, high levels of uh of exhaust. So but yeah, I mean people will run well, I say that if you if you're trying to run that in an enclosed room, but if you run it right outside your window and you have your window, you know, open or whatever, then you're you know pumping exhaust right into your home. So, and that's why there's, there's all these codes on everything that gets installed too. So if you're installing a permanent generator, a furnace, a water heater, anything like that, you can't run exhaust lines right out your windows and stuff like that. So, yeah. Okay. So as far as generators go, if uh, people happen to live in an area that is subject to uh, power outages uh, way too frequently, boss service can help people out there too. Yeah, I mean, I love the power company just as much as everybody else does, which I would just imagine is they're the greatest company ever is probably what you think. Uh, but if you're tired of uh, if you're tired of power outages, we do install whole home generators that will automatically turn on and off when your power goes out. Okay, and they run by either natural gas or propane, from what I understand. Yes. Yep. If you have natural gas at your home, it's just tied into your meter. If you have propane, it's tied into your propane tank, so you don't have to. You don't even have to think about it. All righty. All right, Jeff, let's run over the uh, ways to find out more about Boss Services. And you have a wonderful website. Yeah, it's a pretty good website, uh, thebossservices.com. Uh, a lot of info on there on everything that we do and probably some stuff that we don't do, but we just know about. <laughs> okay, so uh, somebody wants to give you a call. What number should, I shouldn't say dial because we don't do that anymore. What <laughs> buttons should they push on the phone to get a hold of Boss Services? Uh, you can call us at 269-468-6682 and uh, we answer that phone 24 hours a day. Uh, you call us on Christmas Day, we will answer it. All right. Thank you much, Jeff. A lot of good information, as always, from Jeff Street from Boss Services. Boss Services always raising the standard for heating, cooling, plumbing, electrical in Southwest Michigan, bathroom upgrades, replacement windows, and uh, like we were talking about, uh, generators, in case you'd like to have a whole house generator that you don't have to run out and uh, 
fill up with gasoline every half hour or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All righty. Thanks so much, Jeff. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Thanks, Spencer. All righty. Bye-bye.